It is, of course, of course, Mother Nature, she's still, yes, yes, she's tipping back, not some hot tatas. <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> I still gotta laugh, hot tatas with Santa at the North Pole, that sounds like a gentleman club slogan or motto, doesn't it, come in, open till 5, 7, 10, I don't know if it's in Vegas, 24 hours, sit and sit back, Hot Tatas with Santa <laughs> at the 24-hour Gentleman Club. <laughs> Come on, ladies. Or gentlemen, love is love, you know. We're all big M&Ms. Just mix it up, throw it on the table. We're all shapes, sizes, colors, you know. Who has not went to a gentleman's club with your better half, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your friends? Your husband, your wife, your fiance. Oh, get the hell out of here for people who are like, I never went to a gentleman's club. I wouldn't do such a thing. Oh, please. Get your prim and proper shoes off because you know behind the scenes you're wearing those witch boots and witch shoes. Get on the broom and ride, girl. Ride, girl, ride. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's done that. Went to a gentleman's club. I'm going to raise my hand. I've done it before. If you do it for your better half, which you know darn well it's not. Oh, come off of it. Oh, I like to take you to the gentleman's club. We could do this together, you know, because our trust and our love. Oh, please. The only gentleman's club you need to go to when you're in a solid, good, respectful relationship. I don't care. Love is love. The only gentleman's club you should be going to is a gentleman's club that's behind the door of your bedroom. Can I get an amen? Because all you men and women are saying it. But then again, you ladies that work for the gentleman's club... You know, when you're younger and then you get into the day and time and stage of life and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. And he works for, anybody works for a gentleman's club. You know, it's just horrible. Well, and then you get into a point in your life and you're blessed if you don't get to a point where you have to stay on your own two feet and you're not relying on anybody but your damn self. You respect what I'm saying and people respect what I'm saying and the men and women who work for places like that. And let's just face it, Vegas is full of them too, you know, but all around the world different places they're just not called sometimes gentlemen's club but all you listening around the country and around the world you know what I'm talking about you know, different places different um countries areas of the world it's, it's it's called different names and however the secret club the you know the closet club the whatever the you know I'm gonna take every dollar you got club if you're stupid just come on in club <laughs> I'll charge you $50 for a beer club and you're not going to remember the next day, club, when your wallet's empty, club, and so is your bank account. And then you're going to wish you were behind your own doors of your own house of your own gentleman's club, gentlemen. You know? Because women, we're a little bit smarter, wiser with money. We don't get stupid like that. Um, I'm not saying all men do that, but come on, man. You do get pretty stupid. You know? You get older, you get wiser. But all due respect. You know, people can do what they got to do to keep ends meet to keep themselves afloat you got children and you're on your own you're solo and you're thriving surviving and you're learning to be um, independent and whatnot and people they're hitting hard times let's face it everybody's hitting some kind of hard time whether it's you know utilities gas food bills you know whatever everybody's falling on hard times you know you could do what you got to do so let's not judge anybody right thou should not judge because everybody's at that point and uh i'm just gonna say looking at my pretty feet is uh you know if you want to pay anywhere between two to three hundred dollars for just a video of my feet, <laughs> please, of course I'll get you whatever manicure, pedicure color you want. <sighs> Excuse me, pedicure color. 
I like crimson red. It's like it on right now. Glitter crim crimson red. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Um, I'm not relying on anybody anymore, and uh, working with therapy to uh, transition independent solo. Um, not relying on anybody anymore. I'm learning to rely on myself. I promise you, I'm gonna have mad utmost respect, self-respect when all is said and done. Um, I got the help that I need. Amen. So for all those women and men out there, hands up and wave. You know, if you're learning to be independent, thrive and survive and learning to stay on your own two feet, do what you need to do. Just make sure, you know, it's nothing illegal against the law, okay? And it's not selling your feet, you know, photo stock feet, you know, videos for feet. It's interesting because I've learned through this too, is um, not only is this legitimately legit because literally I thought when I was you know friend of mine told me this I was thinking what <laughs> what what are you drinking are you sipping back hot toddies with Santa too and mother nature because I mean the weather's crazy outside now you're telling me you sell your feet online what what do you mean you sell your feet no seriously photo stock of your feet images of your feet of course you work the companies they're going to either approve you or not approve you as a and it's literally a legitimate foot model they got hand models this is foot modeling <sighs> if your feet are ugly or they're funky <laughs> they're not gonna want you in their company representing them it took me three days and what they do is they just go through submissions and albums of pictures of your feet and they approve you you do various print photo stock is what they call it print work and companies and people buy photos of your feet i know it sounds crazy but the thing is is on vip podcast you all some of y'all looked into this and you're like oh you ooh, tell me more tell me more tell me more it's a great way to supplement your income especially if you're somebody like me and you're going independent and you're going on your own two feet and you're learning to just thrive and survive on your own okay anything counts you know what i mean if you got a goal you know, and you know your vision, you know, and vision that's going to be coming up part of this conversation, this podcast. I talked about therapies afternoon, actually just had a session with my therapist at five today, but we talked about vision and um, part of my therapy, trauma therapy is psychotherapy. And we're learning now instead of the music therapy, sound therapy, which I have done anyway, with different types of therapy, um, nature therapy, like sounds of the ocean, sounds of you know, the birds and things like that. And now we're going into art therapy, which this is totally new for me. Um, but I love it because I love how we're able to change with therapy, what I'm going through. And then I love, I actually like the homework because I've realized I'm a hands-on person and I like to try different things, not just talking with standard therapy, but actually applying homework. So we did the live therapy today, but uh, getting back to that on the, I'm gonna finish talking about the feet. Uh, I'm not afraid, you know what I mean? I'm not afraid to talk about this stuff. I'm sorry, but yes, I'm selling images of my beautiful feet because I got approved and I'm under company and I sell photo stock of my feet. And uh, I'm still amazed at what people buy images and they have the rights and um, of course you're copyrighted, but then when you sell your image, you give the rights over. My feet could be international at some point could my feet be on a billboard somewhere in the United States? Maybe at a restaurant somewhere. I hope we're not selling feet. <laughs> oh gosh. I went from a gentleman's club 
Santa's hot tatas with Mother Nature, and that just was all wrong. Hot toddies. Hot toddy? Oh, man. All right, I'm going to zip it. I'm going to shut it up right now. I'm going to go on to... <laughs> I think it's just from 70 to 30 to 20 to 70 to 20 to 30 and 50 to 20 and 10 and 80. And the weather's just crazy and tornadoes and, and snowstorms and blizzards and tornadoes and snowstorms and blizzards. Oh, my. And we wonder, is Mother Nature really drunk or really is she drinking wine? I'm not sure which, you know? <sighs> so I had... Like I said, I've been going through therapy and uh, I had some people I heard through the grapevine. Mm -hmm. I heard because um, I heard I put myself on social media, a uh, one form of social media, because I wanted a way for people to reach out to me that wanted to talk to me who falsely listened to people that were putting out false light and negative things about me and people that only listened with one ear or read with one eye instead of making sure that you have both sides before you pass judgment thou shall not pass judgment if you know what i mean i'm talking to you thou shall not pass judgment especially if you're a devout christian you know not to pass judgment right we can agree on that that's one thing we'll agree on <laughs> i hope you got the point now but anyway um allowing people to reach out to me and it's part of the good therapy is the trauma therapy is allowing people to come forward and saying, hey, listen, you know what? Maybe I didn't listen to, to both sides and maybe I passed judgment for many years against you. And maybe I already had this false pretense about you, which it was. I still forgive people for believing what is not true and being misled and um, you fell for it. But that's not for me to unravel and understand why you fell for it. It's just to let you know you, you fell for it. You got bamboo, bamboozled because there's reasons for my decisions and I help with trauma therapy and I'm not joking. Put this screenshot here because for the people who question that I have not been in trauma therapy, you're wrong. I have. I talked to my therapist about this today about putting out some type of image or whatever on a podcast for people to understand that what I'm going through is real and this is not a joke. It's not make-believe. And uh, it's the truth. And it's been a lot of hard work and it'll continue to be such. And I go at least twice a week with trauma therapy sessions because it just works for me. If I could go three times a week, I would. Um, my insurance is I have no end for how many sessions I can have per year. And let's just face it, if I didn't have insurance, I can't imagine because therapy sessions are 275 to 325 a session. That's the truth. We'll put this image here because I don't want anybody to sit there and throw around that I'm not. It's all a joke in that because it's really not. And if you feel that way, you once again got brainwashed, bamboozled, and sorry, you, you fell for it. Um, that made you easy manipulated. You may want to think before you judge people unless you hear both sides. And uh, quit letting people brainwash you into believing things that aren't true. But I've been connecting um, a lot with people that I've heard a lot of things. And uh, I share what I'm told, that things about me that weren't true for many, many years. And this projected image that I'm not. And for decisions and things that I've made that are being falsely turned around into making decisions that I have. 
for anything but what really they are, which is because certain people and situations are not healthy for me and they cause me a lot of trauma. So with the help of a licensed trauma therapist specialist, um, I removed myself because that's self-respect and that's what you do. So I can continue not making the same mistakes and to live my best life and to do positive. So this is not for um, show or to feel anybody feel sorry for me because I'm not a narc. I'm not a narcissistic person. I'm an empath. And empath people, when we realize we're making bad choices in life, will do what we have to do to make positive change. And my student, I needed help. And uh, I'll continue the therapy until I literally slowly by slowly, piece by piece of my life, unravel it and turn negative into something positive and to realize independence and to rely on no one but myself. And it's been tough and it'll continue being tough working with an attorney to make sure that to transition at the end of the day, when the final transition's over, that I do it in a legal aspect and point as well, because you like to get in toxicity. It's based off of learning experience of, of, of being a young child and being around different environments and things and learning wrong. And as an adult, no matter how old you are, you have that opportunity and gift every morning to make positive changes to not do that anymore and to choose wisely and smart and self-respect of your companions, your next relationship, who you're dating, yada, 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 and getting out of a bad cycle. Because literally, that's what I was doing, wrong choices, okay? Um, I wasn't told any other way, so how am I supposed to know? You know, you can't think for yourself, make decisions growing up until you're over 18. But then you may find yourself where you start continue making bad decisions. You got to stop somewhere somehow. A good therapist will open that part of your brain, the memory, and, and put all the puzzle pieces down and put it together. And you'll have your aha moments. Okay, this has got to stop. Oh, I'm, making, I'm not making good choices. But there's parts of therapy I do want to talk about, and I let my therapist know I'm going to share it with them on podcast, and they have the podcast link, and I have always welcomed that because I want my therapist to, to see the other side, actually every side of me, whether it's um, something I'm doing for work, whether it's a podcast, you know, something along those lines. But part of trauma therapy is psychotherapy, and psychotherapy goes hand in hand with trauma therapy. And we well, did lots of um, doing sound therapy, using sound of therapy to create a calm atmosphere, to control anxiety when you're on eggshells or you're around somebody, it's put you on eggshells all the time. Um, just to help you have overall peace and calmness. And I've always created that kind of atmosphere for rescues anyway, um, for many decades. And I always enjoyed classic music, classical music, instrumental music. It's funny as the um, furnace company tech I had on instrumental classic music in the basement where the furnace is at. Uh, what was that last week when it locked up? I had to have repairs done. And uh, it's funny as he looked at me and he was like, boy, it's been a really stressful day. And he says, I'm going to tell you right now, the past half an hour working on your furnace, that music's amazing. I thought I was the only one who had it secretly plugged in on my car into the company van for classic music. I kind of just laughed and I said, well, I know I'm not the only one who listens to this kind of music. And he was like, I actually listen to this at the house. He says, you wouldn't imagine, you're the only third customer I've ever, and he's been doing 
HVAC work since he was 18. His dad started doing it, and then he just traveled with his dad, and his dad had his own company, and he learned HVAC and then went to schooling, and now he's working for a really great company. But as he said, you're like the third customer that actually listens to this kind of music, because I do too, and I got it actually from the first customer, because I realized I was really getting into and enjoying a project on a furnace system that it said was a nightmare because it was an older system. They didn't want to replace it. They didn't have the funds. So he said like an hour call turned into like five, six hours. And he says the whole time I listened to all this classic music and he said it was just like I left so peaceful. And I told him, I said, this is like really I listen to all sorts of music like this. Um, but instrumental is big for me. And I like different types of genre and music and things like that. But uh, it's part of sound therapy. And my therapist is like you're already there. But today we learned, and I'm learning that part of trauma therapy is different types of therapy. And now we're into like the dabbling into psychotherapy and mixing things up. So now today, because I always have homework, yesterday's homework over the weekend, or actually over the week homework, and I finished it yesterday, was making peace and learning self-respect and having the ability to speak up and stand for yourself and contacting five people that I knew had false image about me and was misjudging me based off of only listening to one side of many, many years of some really, really th bad things I went through and then flipping that. And when I know it wasn't me, I'll admit my wrongdoings in life, but there's a lot of things that are not my doing. And I made decisions because I couldn't be around toxicity and every way, shape, and form, those who flipped it turned it on to me like, I mean, it made me into something that I know darn well I'm not. So part of therapy, as I said, is just to contact and reach out until not as conversation starting. If somebody wants to start a conversation with you, allow it, allow them to speak, okay? Allow them to speak and say thank you, and that's it. You don't need to give anything more than that because if anybody misjudged you, falsely, mis falsely judged you, and they believed it and felt that way for many, many years without giving you due right as a human being to listen to both sides and to open both ears and open both eyes. Then they're not your kind of people anyway. My aunt used to say that not, kind of, not your kind of people. Um, a therapist says they're just not good people and I don't want you to have them in their life. But allow them to speak to you and allow that closure. And I did with five people. Ironically, four out of five got back to me. Was I surprised at what I found and what I heard? No. Is it the same thing over and over again? Yes. Will it change how they misfalsely perceive me? I don't know. But here's the thing. It's not my business anyway. I've learned the therapy. However people feel about me, that's your business. It's not my business. You're entitled to feel whatever you want to feel about me. But make sure when you do it, you base it off of both sides and facts. Not so I brainwashing you and telling you things just because they did things that were wrong and hurtful and deceitful and sometimes downright evil and they're trying to clear their image. Narcissistic people do this. Okay? That's not okay. Make sure when you base judgment on me and you pass judgment, you pass it on equal grounds, meaning you listen to both sides, you read both sides, and not just one. Because my side was never given and heard. So I chose five that I knew. And uh, four out of five got back. But I wasn't surprised of the response. Um... A couple other occasions I was asked to do this um, over the past, what, a couple, a month and a half. And those that got back, I'm not surprised. It's the same thing. 
You know, all I can say is that however you feel about me, that's your prerogative. Um, that's your right. And you're entitled to feel however you want to feel about anybody. Um, God didn't say you got it. Well, God wants you to love everybody, love thy neighbor, love thy friend, whatever. But this is life. This is reality. And you don't have to love everybody. You don't have to like anybody or everybody. But you make sure when you make that decision that it's based off of fair. Fairness, meaning that you listen to both sides. You read both sides. And not pass judgment. Thou shall not pass judgment. You know who you are. Start with the T. Again, with an I or Y, I'm not sure. Thou shall not pass judgment. If you proclaim Christian and you know not to pass judgment. If you don't remember, then Sunday's coming around. You may want to go to Sunday service and crack open that Bible and read because you falsely judged me. Really harshly. But I'm past that now. And uh, that's the way it's going to be. But if people want to judge me after the facts and both sides are laid out, then that's your decision, okay? You can believe whatever you want to believe, but what's coming out of my mouth is fact-based. With file folders, I'm not joking. So this image and screenshot is not joking. I'm going through therapy, intense therapy, and it's not been easy. It's been a lot of work. But after all said and done, slowly I'm transitioning to being the best version of myself and past do that. We, wanted the be we want the best of our lives for our lives. It's not being a narc. It's not a projected image. It's for ourselves, okay? Because we want to be happy, truly happy. Not a fake projected image happy for the world, but for our soul and for ourselves. But going into art therapy. So after I did my homework of contacting and I was told how to contact, allow people to speak if they want to write it, if they want to contact you, if they want to email you. And people have and, you know, I respect reaching back out to me, but then today it's your choice what you want to believe. Um, but if you believed falsely things for many, many years about me, um, that doesn't mean I have to trust you and bring you back into my life. Because uh, trust is not just given, trust is earned. And when somebody breaks your trust and they view you into a false light, you know you're not. Um, from being manipulated, easily manipulated. I forgive you for being easily manipulated. I'm sorry that you were easily manipulated, but that's not who I am. But um, that part is done, you know? I continue, as they said, to allow yourself open and, and one type of social media for people to contact you. Allow them to come forward. And whatever they say, just listen, just read it. And there's no need to have a response back except for thank you, take care, have, you know, regards, best wishes. So that's what I've done. But today we talked about a different type of psychotherapy. It's art therapy. And I'm really excited for this one. And actually, I'm going to go later um, to get what I need. I think I remember doing this in high school. As you do those boards like the, you know what I mean? Like what your future looks like or what do you like? And, you know, it's image boards. And I don't know what they call it in school. But with psychotherapy, it's art therapy. And basically we call it, and it's a trauma therapy. It's a vision board and what my next assignment is and actually presenting it of what my vision is. But the thing is, it's healthy choices board. So what really it's interesting. And I thought this is pretty, you know, I'm like an artsy fartsy person. This is going to be kind of fun of how you see your life and what it should be and what you know it should be and not bad choices, but good choices that, you know, because I know good choices. It's just mentally trying to get through the trauma to understand as an adult that I'm entitled to make good choices 
and I need to make good choices because that's what true happiness is about. So I'm going to be doing this art therapy, this psychotherapy uh, vision board, healthy choices. So I'm excited. And I'm actually, I told her I'm going to share this on the podcast because if there's some part of therapy that's not just for me, but I know it can help other people, why not share that? You know, if we didn't have people that were inspiring people and sharing their journey and story in the world, especially in this time of life in the world, in this time in the world, we need to be able to share with one another how to um, get through the tough times. And if you've gone through trauma or emotional abuse or any type of abuse at all, because abuse is abuse and you're going through therapy and things like that, I highly suggest this, whether you're seeing a counselor, um, a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever type of therapy is... It's a part of psychotherapy. It's more commonly used trauma therapy is what I'm going through, but it is a vision board, a healthy vision board. And it's called, it's part of art therapy. So I suggest this for people. I mean, even people who aren't seeing therapists and just an overall, just to check yourself. And this is a project for you, solely you. This is a project for me and nobody else but me, okay? Um, you're allowed to be selfish in that aspect. If it evolves positive change and for your overall happiness and making better changes and choices in your life, then by all means, please do it. You don't need a therapist to do this. But I'm going to share it with everybody because I think it's going to be great for people who want to do this. And literally, she said, by the time you're done, you're going to really like what you see and you're going to put it up somewhere to where you can see this every day. I'm thinking of putting it like in the bathroom or... Um, right above me or near me where I sleep. So when I wake up, that's the first thing I see. Because as they said, if you see something positive and wake up, it helps your day to be positive. If you're thinking of negative or you're around negative, then the rest of your day is going to pretty much project and be negative. Which I never thought of that way, but I'm like, that's the truth, you know what I mean? So I'm happy to share this because this is going to be fun. So I'm going to start this tonight. And, um, and I said, Dude, please don't like, because I know how I am. I'm like deadline person. I'd finish all one night, but they don't want me to do that. They want me to just take the whole weekend, take three days and slowly just add on to the board and really, really think about my vision and healthy choices and for future healthy choices too and what I deserve really. And then we'll go over and talk about it. So I'm excited about this. I really am. But um, like I said, if I get when somebody is making light and I find out if somebody's making light and they think I'm not going through trauma therapy and they think it's a joke, um, I have a right to defend myself and I will. And uh, I'm going to make sure everybody understands what I'm going through is not a joke. It is extremely serious and it's a lot of work and um, I'm not going to stop with therapy so I can be a better and best version of myself and to make and continue transitions and life changes that I need to go through and have the help of a licensed PhD to continue going through those changes. That's the truth. You gotta be proactive and you gotta take care of your emotional well-being as well as your internal health. It works hand in hand, and that's the way it goes. Um, if you're not taking care of your emotional health, but you are your internal health, then you're not taking care of fully 100% of yourself. That's the truth, amen. But another part's been interesting this week to learn with specialists regarding um, oncology and the tumor and things going um you know things let's just say it's not getting any better it never will they're not miracle workers as i said we're not gonna have a cure you maxed out you went through what you did we can help with um immunotherapy i'm saying it wrong immunotherapy i can't even say it continue what i need let's just basically say but another part we changed up 
is what I consume as far as vitamins and that. Isn't it pretty interesting as we had to literally change me from what I was taking and go into um, vitamins. I had DHA and which are really, really good vitamins to take when you're dealing with ovarian cancer, ovarian tumors and that is prenatal vitamins. Very weird. Specifically prenatal gummies. Gummies because they absorb quicker and they absorb better than a standard capsule or tablet. And that's the truth. And that's why I've always been told. So, or if you can get it liquid, which is few and far between. <clears throat> but I found mine, um, like your grocer, local grocer, Walmart, Kroger's, um, Remke's Market, wh whatever grocery stores, a ton of Myers, Target, whatever. Even some of these, uh, like Target, where it's just a retail store, a little bit of everything. But I was lucky I found mine, buy one, get one free. Because uh, some of these are not cheap by any means. And everybody, I don't care if I'm a billionaire, everybody, if you're smart, you protect your money, you watch your money in your wallet, regardless how much you may have or may not have. That's the truth. But uh, interesting because, as I said, you're, you're what you need for what you're going through. Because um, when you go through radiation, it zaps. And this is for women, you men. You want to listen to this, that's fine. I know a lot of physicians listen to podcasts. You'll understand, respect what I'm saying. You'll go, okay, I get it. On call, just listening, because I mean, a little bit of everybody listening um, internationally. When you go through radiation, through 3D imaging, which is a different type of radiation. I say 3D because it's not a standard type of radiation therapy. Mine um, is a fast track, every day, 3D imaging, zapped radiation to the ovarian tumor and a 3D dimension which should have blown the hell out of it and took care of it and it didn't. Um, it started growing back. Within, what was it, four weeks, it started rescanning every three weeks and then it started growing back. And uh, that's all she wrote. I'm not gonna continue repeating the story. I'll deal with it the rest of my life. Um, I always, I believe that secondary complications probably gonna be my demise. Um, it's inevitable because there's nothing left they can do but try different types of therapy to just help me live the best life. Uh, palliative care to continue allowing me to sleep at night and uh, wake up, you know, not in so much pain. And it's been a trial, trial and error thing. Still kind of dealing with a little bit, figuring out what works best for me. Um, and working around different types of medication, new drugs and that. Um, that don't have the harsh side effects. And continuing with the hospital therapist and um, specialist, excuse me, hospital specialty and that to take care of the pain part. But I did not know um, the importance of vitamins and what to take when um, women, because like I'm gonna say this and uh, you men could go, Deep. okay, that's enough information for me. Have a good weekend. <laughs> when you go through radiation and that what I gone through, um, I didn't go through menopause. I didn't have to get through menopause because this part I'm comfortable now talking about because I'm a genuine straight shooter and I don't give a damn because I'm just one of pre-worn people, women, who may be going through advanced uh, fast track radiation where it's not like once every week or whatever, once, twice a week. It's every day gone day. Max it out. Max it meaning if they gave you one more ounce of it, as I was told to be lethal, lethal. They're not going to say kill you, but let's just say it lethal is you'd be dead. So that's where I was at with radiation. And it literally shut down both ovaries that were two different ovaries. One grew back off of a tiny microscopic cell. It's called ovarian remnant syndrome. And I had a huge tumor because things started getting to be cancerous and not good. So I didn't have time to blink, but to sign paperwork in front of 12 oncology specialists that were pulled in from different states to look at this unique case 
with Rare Cancer Institutes, which I am still part of, to follow my journey and to be able to help other women that may be in the situation I am. I'm number 13 in the world, and that's the God honest truth. But when I went through radiation fast track on the last um, treatment, it started knocking, and the last one just completely knocked both ovaries out. I had two ovaries, two different organs. One grew back. I had my other ovaries still, and I was having two different cycles. Um, every month, I'd have two separate cycles. So when it started growing back, and to the point of, let's just face it, unless they rid of all the tissue and all the bad stuff, it remains, it grows back, and it will refunction. And that's what's going on is things are refunctioning all over again. So it's like going through instant menopause. I couldn't tell you what menopause is. I'll never have to go through menopause, ever. I don't know if that's a curse or a blessing. To me, I believe it's a blessing because I'm around enough women. I've heard enough stories throughout my lifetime. I don't want that kind of evil. <laughs> I don't. So I don't have to go through any of that. Um, I'll never have to go through the hormone changes like that, weight gain and all that stuff. Mine was like a light switch. It just went off. But then all of a sudden, it started recycling over and over again. So you start getting the menstrual cramps once a month, twice a month. So we're just trying to feed my body what it needs when I'm going through double cycles. And um, somebody asked me, could you get pregnant because your body is regenerating and starting all over again? That was the most horrifying thing was last oncology specialist I went to was last month. And they told me that you're starting the cycle all over again. It was like instant menopause and now you're going through cycles twice a month now all over again. It's a great question. Somebody asked me, can you get pregnant because your body's recycling? The answer to that, and it's a very good question because I presented this to my oncologist. Yes, you can. If your body starts producing and recycling and you have follicles, eggs left over, and you have two different organs, which are two ovaries, and they kickstart and cycle back up again, yes, you can get pregnant. Am I showing these prenatal vitamins because it's April Fool's Day? I want to do a joke. No. <laughs> Unless it was Casper the ghost. No, I'm not pregnant. But you can get pregnant. Um, can you get pregnant and have cancer? Uh, yes. There's many people that have cancer, women, ladies, that have cancer and they've gotten pregnant. And they've had successful pregnancies. Um, am I looking into that right now? Uh, no, I'm not. So the answer to that question is yes, you can get pregnant. I can get pregnant. Um, no, I'm not doing that right now, and that's not the prenatal vitamins that the picture is, but boy, that would be a great freaking April Fool's Day joke, wouldn't it? <laughs> How many people literally clicked on the podcast because you're like, oh, prenatal vitamins. What? She's 50. There's women that are in their 60s that have gotten pregnant, let's face it, okay? There are surrogate women who literally give this remarkable gift of couples and love is love and are surrogates for people. In their 60s. It's possible, folks. It's possible. You know? Anything's possible. You know? That's how I believe, too. But, um, change up the vitamins in that. Seeing how I feel. Um, feeding what the body needs. Because the vitamins I was taking in that, and Lord knows I take a lot, just wasn't doing it. Um, so we're going to see. Because some of these vitamins and things with prenatal have been known to kind of help subdue things. Um, as far as the cramping and pain and when you're cycling and um, ovarian tumors and the inflammation and that. So we'll see. You know, I'm going by what I'm directed instructed to try. And uh, let's just face it. If I want to get one free, so I got 120. 
gummies and uh was this two a day so we'll see i should know like they said i said why would i feel different or better taking these vitamins versus what i was taking i was also taking a b vitamin which i needed like for energy and things like that i didn't feel like really did much for me but as they said you should know by the time a couple of weeks and you're taking these regularly and you're taking this instructed two gummies once a day i should start seeing the difference in feeling just something overall positive you know but a lot of questions, a lot of questions, the IP podcast we talk about a lot. Um, and it's nice to be able to connect with everyone at international level and just talk about anything goes and um, learning a lot from one another and learning the different, um, let's just face it, different cultures, different ways, different um, ways and meanings of life and how we live and um our passions, what drives us, and our cultures, and our families, and our friends, and our choosings, and and uh, what goes, what's not goes, and the laws, and it's, it's just face it. It's it's been an incredible, a hell of an incredible journey, and to be able to share on an international level. Email down here again, and uh, I do my best to answer emails, and sometimes it takes me at least three weeks to get back to emails. Um, thank you for being patient with me. That's all I gotta say. The whole point of Free Yourself My Journey is to be able to share and understand that we all go through struggles in life. Life was never 100% happy. You're never going to be happy all the time. There's nobody in the world, the self-proclaimed person that claims they're happy in life. Okay, nobody's happy in life. Everybody has their ups and downs. And people that claim they're happy or holier than thou happy are just projecting out this image of what they're not. This is truly the people that aren't happy, the people that claim they're happy all the time. And they're afraid to claim when they're not. Um... To go through trials and tribulations means is to be able to still find a sense of peace somehow and to be able to smile and laugh and still keep some sense of humor. And I hope I continue to inspire people to understand that. Uh, trust me by saying I'm a genuine straight shooter person. My life has not been easy. It's been hell. And I'm taking the reins of my life and I'm doing everything I can to change it. Uh, I'm a strong ass woman and um, things are changing. And uh, they're changing quicker than I thought. And I welcome that. But that's what good therapy does. Please understand that, once again, I'm going to say this, and I can't stress this enough. Your emotional health is as important, just as important as your internal health. Your internal health is just as important as your emotional health. You've got to keep on both. Keep on both. I, I encourage people, you know, take the time, even if you don't think you got anything going on in your life, to seek some type of therapy, PhD, licensed counselor, social worker, just to make sure and check in that all's going well. That I'm going to applaud people once again to do that because that's taking care of your emotional health and that's taking care of you because there's only one you. Remember, if you look in the mirror, there's only one you. That's it. You got one time around. I don't know. When you go to heaven, does God like, you know, allow you to come back down as a different person? I don't know. The only time we're going to know is when you go to heaven, right? But all I can say is applaud people who take care of the emotional health and proactive and uh, check in at least once a year, make sure everything's a-okay. There's nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. The only thing wrong with seeing a therapist are the people that believe that it's not okay to see a therapist. And those are the people that need the therapy the most. They're the ones embarrassed and ashamed. And people usually do that are the most damaged people because usually the people that are hurting people. And they're afraid the finger pointed the other direction, right across the way at themselves. And that's the truth. They're the ones that'll condone and condemn therapy. But for people who um, didn't believe or were told I wasn't a therapy and it was a joke, and I heard a couple people make mention, um, and I have the emails that they believed I wasn't a therapy and were basically guided and manipulated to believe I wasn't, this is a screenshot I'm in therapy. I won't have to share this again. 
but uh, for anybody out there who wants to question um, question me being therapy, um, that's nothing to joke around about. I don't take it lightly, and uh, I'll stick up for myself any way, shape, or form. Um, I will never tolerate and put up with ill behavior, disrespect from anybody ever again. I demand respect. I demand unconditional love. I demand unconditional support. And I promise after therapy that when the time comes and I'm searching for a companion, it's going to be somebody who treats me as a lady, treats me like a woman, and gives 100% back of what I give. It will no longer be 100% me give or 90% me give, and 10% or 5% won't happen anymore. I've learned I've made some really bad choices, and I've learned it is a learned behavior, and with good therapy, I'm learning to undo that bad behavior and bad choices that I've made in life. It allows me, and it will continue to allow me to gain back 1 million percent of self-love, self-respect, and that's what I darn well deserve.